This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the September edition of my year-long podcast series on creating a more effective compliance program. Each month during this year, I'm focusing on a different topic, which will help you create a more effective compliance program. And for the month of September, I'm going to focus on innovation in compliance. First, a word from this month's sponsor, Oversight Systems. Thanks, Tom, and thanks to everyone for joining us today. Oversight's artificial intelligence platform takes a comprehensive, multi-dimensional approach to identifying anomalies that are suggestive of bribery and corruption. Our analytics look across various dimensions such as employees, attendees, vendors, and countries over an extended time period. This enables us to identify employees exhibiting patterns of potentially improper behavior or collusion that are difficult to detect by auditing a single transaction at a time. Based on the analysis, employees or vendors engaged in risky behavior are presented in a risk-ranked format for easy examination. Remediation activities and the underlying root causes are automatically documented to drive continuous improvement. Oversight clients can easily demonstrate to the board and, if ever necessary, to the regulatory authorities that proactive monitoring of business transactions for anti-bribery and corruption risk is an integral part of company operations. With Oversight's Insights On Demand, you can have a best practice approach to identify possible violations in travel and entertainment and procure-to-pay programs. For more information, visit us at oversightsystems.com. Innovation indeed. I hope you will join me for the entire one-month series on innovation. I'm going to take a look at artificial intelligence, social media, leadership, and structural innovations. I think you will find it a fascinating month, and at the end of the month, you will have multiple tools and techniques which you can utilize to make your compliance program not only more effective, but operationalized, more efficient, and helping you to create greater profitability for your organization. This podcast, One Month to a Better Compliance Program, is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 15, Structural Innovation in Compliance. Innovation can come in various forms for an organization. Innovation can appear in a structural form. You can move compliance more deeply into your organization with a new or different structure. One I have seen have success is a compliance committee more closely tied to a geographic market in the field, or what I've called the regional compliance committee. Two of the most common compliance-focused committees are those at the board level, and those which sit between the CCO and the board, usually consisting of senior executives, such as the company's executive leadership team. However, a regional compliance committee can help with the corporate compliance function to more fully ensure employee and business partner engagement with compliance by integrating compliance into every aspect of functions and generating the necessary information to continually improve the overall compliance function. A regional compliance committee can also operate on multiple planes to fully operationalize the compliance program in a company, augment internal controls, and make a company more efficient and certainly more profitable. Most companies have a board committee dedicated to ethics and compliance or something like a board audit committee which the CCO will report into. Once again, there are many companies with senior executives populating another level of oversight with a compliance committee between the CCO and the board. A regional compliance committee formed at the regional level helps to create more direct ownership, accountability, and transparency. 
This moves compliance down into all levels of a company's operations. This approach also significantly improves the consistency of the compliance execution and helps to ensure that all the business objectives are achieved in a legally compliant fashion. A regional compliance committee does not have the primary responsibility for internal investigations, but is usually charged with reporting uh, any known compliance issues to the CCO or going forward. A regional compliance committee can provide clear and frequent compliance-related communications on related matters throughout the entire region, strengthening a company's compliance culture. It allows compliance topics to move more th- to a more thoroughly discussed and regular occurring situation at regional meetings. It's designed to facilitate communications up and down the chain. It allows the CCO to have a more direct set of eyes and ears closer to the ground. Finally, the committee can give <clears throat> a regional compliance committee can give the compliance function greater visibility within the organization because compliance has been further moved into the middle and lower levels of the organization literally on a daily basis. So who should be on the regional compliance committee? It's a key element of how these committees are made up, which is generally market-centric. Some of the people you should include would be such people as your regional VP, your regional uh, compliance and ethics director, your regional legal director, your regional HR director, your regional finance director, your regional trade compliance director, your regional supply chain director, and sales, and other senior representatives in the operational market. Such a composition of the regional compliance committee allowed with their struck, uh, coupled with their structures, allow compliance to be more fully operationalized into your company's global operations. What about the responsibility and authority of the regional compliance committee? Well, it include it could include some of the following: assisting in identifying not only potential legal and compliance risks in the region, but also reputational risks to an organization. Establishment of goals and metrics to measure against those legal and compliance goals in the region. Exercising oversight and implementation of the effective of the comp and the effectiveness of the, your company's global compliance program in the region. Reviewing and monitoring the code of conduct in the region and assisting in identification of best practices, alternative strategies, local initiatives to enhance the compliance program. Assuring to the chief compliance officer and the senior leaders of operations that both the compliance goals and requirements are established and communicated across the organization, at least in that region of the organization. Advise management of its assessment of the compliance program in the region, ethics and compliance risks, and steps taken to manage and lessen such compliance risks. Review the company's helpline complaints and other information to ensure the region that appropriate Steps are being taken to modify the compliance program and to reduce identified compliance and ethics risks. The innovation represented by the formation of a regional compliance committee operationalizes compliance into a company's operations where literally where the business operates. This sort of approach follows the Department of Justice mandate articulated in the department's evaluation of corporate compliance programs for companies to move the doing of compliance down into the business of an organization or, as to use the buzzword, operationalized compliance. The makeup of the Regional Compliance Committee, while including 
legal and compliance representatives is also populated by representatives from other disciplines disciplines within your global corporate organization. This allows a much fuller, richer, and holistic approach <clears throat> to not only compliance, but a wide variety of other topics. Finally, it adds a dimension not seen or even discussed in the compliance profession, which is the accountability and oversight down to the regional level and the compliance monitoring, reviewing, assessing, and recommending that is necessary <clears throat> deemed necessary to provide additional endorsements up through the organization that's actually doing compliance. Execution is where the rubber meets the road, and a regional compliance committee can provide your compliance program with a unique structure to perform these functions, most particularly the execution of compliance in your company. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, innovation can occur through structure through structural change, by putting in another committee, by moving compliance closer to the field, closer to the ground, closer to your troops that are actually out there on the front lines, you can innovate simply with a structural change. Two, a regional compliance committee puts compliance closer to the ground in geographic regions outside the United States. You, you have many different regional committees. Why not have a regional compliance committee? And finally, and this is the one that I like, and I have to go back to uh, Baker Hughes, CCO Jay Martin, who continually says execution is the key. Execution is where the rubber meets the road. And a regional compliance com committee facilitates execution in your compliance program. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed day 15 of one month of innovation and compliance. And I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 16. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode of One Month to More Effective Innovation and Compliance. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I hope that you would rate our podcast as would help in our rankings and help get the word out about the only monthly podcast series in compliance, which will help you create a better compliance program. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.